0: I'm not afraid to
2: Hello and welcome to Monday's Terrace Podcast. I'm Graham Thelis, and today I am joined by Tony Anderson. Hi, Graham. Hi, Tony. And uh, Joel Skid. Hello, Graham. A real curate's egg of a of a Terrace Podcast lineup. This one, I, I think, the number of times that you'll find myself, Joel, and Tony on the same podcast, probably in single figures. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. I mean. I'm trying to drum up the enthusiasm for our wonderful listeners here, but uh, I've really got one of the, the busiest week of possibly of the year for me uh, <laughs> coming up uh, is uh, I've kicked it off by drinking 10 pints on a, on a Sunday and ended up at in an Indian restaurant until 11 o'clock at night.
3: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's, uh, usually usually you think, right, it's if it's if it's an Indian that finishes the night, you're fine the next day. Uh, just, it, just, it just
1: soaks everything up, but fair play. It's just it's like it's, it's not like it's a terrible hangover because I think the Indian does help it it does uh, eating loads then but but still it's just so lethargic way to start obviously there's no getting away from that lethargy uh, and then uh, and then it's like and I say we've got this uh, we've got the prep for live show for for Friday night I hope people are listening or bought tickets great stuff uh, they've got to do it and then I've got I'm working late every single night <laughs> outside of that as well just. Don't I don't know whether Fowler wants me to write that fanzine article as well? How oh, he'll be listening. Uh, I, I, and, I've, I, and I've overpromised that at times, but <laughs> that's really and it's really long. That it's going to be over three thousand words. I don't like writing Fowler. <laughs> actually, I, I I I try and stay out of it all. Every year I try and get away with it, not getting involved. Uh, how but, how is got, it three thousand words? Because I'm doing a A to Z of the Scottish football season. So oh, even if God, you get. Tony. Even if you get to a hundred words per bit, that's still over two and a half thousand words, and that's being quite basic with it.
3: Just, just, just do it as like an ac- acrostic poem. So A <laughs> is for Aziz Bitch, <laughs> B is for
1: B Aziz. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I've just, I've been promising things, so I've got to get a lot of work done. Uh, and like today was just, uh, just did not kick that off very well. Uh, so I've got the, as always, you've done the, I've done what I had to do at work.
3: I was, yeah. I was, because I, I asked Fowler on, because uh, again, I was uh, promised Fowler an article and I was just putting off and putting off and I was like, oh, when, when do you need it by? And he's like, oh, but I'm hoping to send it, uh, send everything away by the end of the working week. So I spent my Friday, Friday night after having f- uh, finished a full day of work. Writing an article on Alfredo Barellos, <laughs> thinking, Oh, I better get this in. Bang, bang, bang. Now you uh, <laughs> you've, you've got three words to write, and you
1: I <laughs> am not even started. I've no, started. I've got I've got I think I've got see th- so, I, th- I think I've got 30 done, but they're all in random. It just when ideas pop because I was meant to be keeping an idea of like a note of things over the season of ideas, that stopped after four weeks. Yeah. So we've got to like Martin Boyle scoring against Heart's the equalizer and then uh, that that's all at the poll. so I'm having to think about what I want to put in at each point, and it comes to me. I'm writing it down, uh, so it's. Uh, I'm 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 also a poor writer. i not particularly good at writing. Uh, I've got a pass enough to get through, but like I've got the worst degree anyone's ever had. It was like a pass like the the lowest pass you could possibly get and then I bumped the fourth year because I'm not particularly academic I don't know if people've noticed that when nah. they listen <laughs> on, on, on here uh, well, everything like the, I do the worst is, pass is in english
3: or just in general what was that the worst pass in english or just in general
1: no i think just a very poor degree is barely worth the the the, <laughs> the 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 what it's written on and then i didn't do the i didn't do the honors year either uh but i got through it it was a pass it does count uh, and then you, but you just don't say anything when, when you do. oh, it's just a degree, that's it just put it on your on your CV nobody's going to talk about, oh, so what did you actually get? No, no, that's none of your business, mate uh, <laughs> my, that's too no, personal sorry, <laughs> sorry
2: in, in my line of work, I was raised to mind my own business, so uh, maybe should... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: but Tony, now look at you what? Now look at you uh, now look at bald me up, and man. on TV <laughs> Yeah, fat, <laughs> bald, hungover uh, but occasionally get to go on the telly so, check me out You were wrong, Edinburgh University.
2: Well, let's start the the week's roundup at the only place which is suitable to start. And let's start with uh, B for (laughs) Birrigitti. Livingston (laughs) defeated Dundee United 2-1 at the Tony Macaroni. A team that simply could not win a game playing a team that simply could not win a game. And Livingston managed to come out on top of that. Um, Is there anywhere more worthwhile with the start than, than the first goal here?
3: No, I, I, absolutely not. It is. Uh, it's the um, box office moment of the weekend by 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 some distance. Yes, I I, I enjoyed um, I, I enjoyed the fact that with uh, Bergey he just he's he's shown promise some promise recently, but then last week he got away with a big one when he fell on his fell on his arse, and then this this goal happened, and I'm just trying to bring it up just now. I enjoyed uh, Alan Temple, a friend of the show. Um, I don't want to uh, dig him out, but I really enjoyed this line that um, he had about Berrettini. I'm just finding it on the courier just now where um, uh, where he said that. Um, yet it is it is impossible to shake the feeling that the two time A-league goalkeeper of the season has a mistake in his locker. <laughs> There's no feeling; it's just it's just fact. It's yep. just fact that he's got a mistake in um, his 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 locker. If, uh, if, if we're talking about his locker and, and mistakes, he is... Uh, you can't <laughs> shut it. You can't yeah. shut it. You're... Yeah, he's just, he's just,
2: his locker is just mistakes now. Like, he doesn't have it in there. That's all he has in there. It's just a big pile of mistakes. He's, he's, hanging, he's... hanging on the hooks. It's <laughs> stuffed in the top bit, stuffed the, the, in the, the lo- bottom bit.
1: The lock's broken. He can't even... You can't... He's having to
2: use his shoulder to ja- jam it in. <laughs> he missed. He missed and has, has put numerous dents in his neighbour's locker. Um, just a, a, an absolutely remarkable goal to concede. Which, like, I've seen a lot of thinking this week that, like, with uh, with with, with a competent goalkeeper with Ross, well, not even a competent with with Ross <laughs> with Ross Laidlaw, we would done D United sit in the division, and I reckon pretty comfortably ninth. by yeah, a distance. Not I re-
1: not already. Not not. It's, I think I I, I, I know Joe might not agree because I can see by by his little face, but. Uh, that I, I, I the United have been really, really poor at points, but I think they would have another ten points on the board about Beriggity. <laughs> I do. I, I think I don't. And and, and, and they really the top six. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. So I, I, really do think it is to that degree that they would still have had a poor season. Um, but yep. uh, I, I think, I think I think, I, I, I think, I think they would still be, it'd bad. be like a write-off season. You just write it off and no worry about it. Yeah, they'd be, be
2: sitting uh, sit, sitting alongside St Johnston, just like not good. Mm-hmm. But we we got through it and we move on and we just pretend it didn't happen and we got on with our lives. he I
3: was I was, I was speaking to someone um, over the weekend and uh, apparently he's got really really small hands. What your mate or Mark Benigay? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark Mark, Mark How did you find out? <laughs> Just, just, just picture him in just, uh, um, rocking up for first day of, uh, pre season. And he has, he's like shaking everyone's hand in the, in, in the dressing room. Everyone in the dressing room is kind of just looking at each other and like, he's got oh, no. really, really small. He's, 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 he's the new goalkeeper. And then, <laughs> better get, sitting in the corner, just, ah, ah, having, having shaken hands with all
2: 23 players. <laughs> this has never crossed my mind before, but like, it's, it's a big thing in like the NFL draft. Like if you're a quarterback, they'll measure your hand size and it's like a real judgment thing. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone will look at if Steve is a quarterback that's got tiny hands, he's just like that no, he's the guy's the guy's simply a bust. He will not do it. Doesn't matter what he's done in college, doesn't matter what he's done before. If he does not have, if his hands are too small, he will not succeed in the NFL. It's his agent, like, going into talks with Dan <laughs>
3: United, just, uh, just wear long sleeves and keep your hands in your sleeves. Do not let them see your hands yeah. until you've signed <laughs> until you that contract. Yeah, he's trying to use the pen in his mouth so he doesn't
1: have to show his <laughs> hand. <It's> like... <laughs> it'd, be like, uh, it'd be like Warwick Davis turning up for the Chicago Bills. everyone else. <laughs>
2: Takes his hands out of his sleeves to sign the contract, and suddenly it's like two wee beetle hands. Tony <laughs> <laughs> tries to pull the contract away, but it's just too late. He's already scrawled his name on it <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. in tiny wee handwriting, yeah, like the, like the guy in Scary Movie 2 with the tiny.
3: <laughs> I do so. I think he it, it, this this goal was really weird. Then it, it's almost like he was, um, it was like a force field around the box that was a, wasn't allowing to come out and just clear it, and I don't know, just going by uh, Loic like Aina, who's also partially at fault here, his movement suggests that Barry Getty shouted, yeah, because and- he's he's made the movement around him. He should still, though, block Anderson. He should make it a lot more difficult for Anderson to get to Barry Getty. He should be
1: much more ruthless and uh, kind of blocking him off. And how long do you have to spend time playing for Dundee United as a centre-half where you just take over in those situations, man. Yeah. I, 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 I completely if, if you if there's a possibility that you can deal with it, I would just say fucking deal with it. If I'm the manager, don't do when Getty goes to the toilet and just get everyone everyone got come here, come here. You know if you're in charge just you make sure that you deal with it. Uh, don't leave anything to him that we can help. Uh, and then he comes back to talk. I was like, "Oh, how you doing, Mark? I good. I oh, feeling all right. Huh? <laughs> I,
2: I know, I know, I know. It's a good bit, Tony. But ultimately, I do kind of feel that that is Dundee United in a nutshell this season. Like it's a whole collection of people who just are not taking responsibility <laughs> for, yeah. what's, for for what's going on around mm-hmm. them. And like, yes, I agree with you. I you know, you so just you know, it's better you know exactly what is going to happen you can see what's going to happen. Just deal with it in the first place. But similarly, like it's and I I, I don't want to sort of. Slate Aina for this because he's he's a sort of young he's a, he's a guy making his he's a early steps in the game but when you look at a lot of the experience within that squad there's a whole collection of guys just simply not taking responsibility yeah. for what's going on around them look
3: at do you just, do you just love it like, like look at Mulgrew the arguably yeah. the, the, um, think, think, the most experienced I think experienced players in the fucking league yeah yeah and you look at him for the second goal it was just oh, his right, clearance is just it almost it was just a lazy clearance uh, which um his right foot and then minutes later he's coming across and, and to, to clear a ball but he tries to flick it and get, rather than just put his foot through he's trying to flick it to a teammate and it was just like you 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 of all people on this team should just be going right let's just no nonsense back to basics Let's just do, um, just have a bit, he should be the one that's exerting a bit of composure, a bit of experience, a bit of leadership, a bit of like almost being the manager on the field. And so there's been a lot of uh, uh, Chab and Magruder's influence uh, behind the scenes and kind of the, the, the coaching staff.
1: It's like Do something on the field to suggest that you've you've got that within your locker. I think it's been done to death. <laughs> They've done the United stuff, man. I mean, it's like the worst season they could possibly I've had, this will go down in in history for them, even worse than the last time. And this is one they'll be reminiscing, we'll be doing Dundee United, when we're all all about 50 and we're somehow still doing this, or I'm somehow still alive, uh, we'll be talking about Dundee United 22-23 season, because it's just absolutely
2: the the, the reason the reason for that as well is that this must be, this has got to be one of the most expensively assembled sides that's going to go down. Yeah. I know every. I know every time Joel or myself or anybody gives, gives suggests that Dundee United are going to go down, um, that's the, the the exact moment when they turn it around. But I struggle to think of a more expensively assembled side to to sort of fall out the bottom of the league in a while. Like which, which is got, mental four, they've got four,
1: four like experienced international players in their squad: Mulgrew, Fletcher, Bayek. Uh If I got carried away, who else is there? Levitt, I suppose. Levitt, aye. I mean so much, I But just
2: and, and the addition, and Fletcher in there as well. You've um, even guys like Paul is a is an experienced yeah. experienced premiership player, Jamie McGrath is an international player, Glenn, there go, Middleton, aye, aye. Glenn Middleton has a bit of quality heart has been at United for several years. Now Sibold has been around the league for several years. Just a whole collection of guys, just not the, the they just start
3: with a seventeen-year-old up front, and then they yeah. replace them with an eighteen-year-old. It's it's <laughs> abso- it's just it goes back to just a, a colossal fuck-up. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, recruitment. Whether it was in the summer, and then again, you think right, you can get you can look at the summer and go. Uh, like we've talked about before, like oh, that's a, a, a decent CV, decent pedigree, decent. Uh, but there was just no balance there. And then you think, right, readdress some of the key issues within the January transfer window. Ah, let's get rid of one of our strikers and uh, just keep Stephen Fletcher as our
1: only hmm. recognised striker. Nothing's he's always had injury problems, and now he's old. Like, yes. like, I just. Um, but I mean, it could have got worse for them in this game. I mean, Livingston could have won more comfortably. Um, obviously since with with that goal I mean we should say Bruce Anderson's finish is absolutely amazing Penrises as well uh, the, the two goals in terms of the finishing is absolutely first rate you will, uh, you if, if you go, like I watched the, so I watched the
3: first uh, I think I watched the seventy five minutes eighty minutes mm-hmm. Bruce Anderson uh, before he got subbed was absolutely brilliant. Uh, he would he be the run.
1: nightmare. This is like the worst style of striker. Yeah, for that Dundee United team to come up against because a guy who's like, will never stop will always press you. It's just really really busy. So even if you take away the other parts of Bruce Anderson's quality, which obviously I know me and you Joel, are, are fans, mm-hmm. uh, but just even if he if he doesn't have that high quality. Uh, he would be a fucking nightmare for that Dundee United team to come up against anyway.
3: It was, it was brilliant because he just he basically just started the game, right, I'm just going to focus on Aina. And then as the game progressed, he must have just taken a look at Mulgrew, and go, fuck it, you know what, I'm just going to run both of them. Yeah. And uh, he just he got the best, best out of both of them. They were It got to the point where Mulgrew and Aina were so terrified, they just backed off. And then, as we know, Dun United have got fucking nothing in midfield when it comes to the defensive side of the, yeah, yeah. the game. And then so, basically, you're just having the Dun United defence dropping off, and then there was just this colossal gap Within um, the middle of the park because they didn't have anyone sitting there or providing a bit of balance. So Bruce Anderson was just dropping in, getting the ball turning and just driving. It was just it was metal. And then you look at uh, with uh, Livingston when they the, when they countered when they attacked. There was just times they were just running straight yeah. through the midfield. Yeah. There was a Montagnu had a had a shot yeah. where a uh, toe poked over the bar at uh, the bar and it was he skipped past Harks and sibbled on the edge of the box. It's just powder
1: powder puff stuff from United. You're seeing like Montano, uh, Penrice, and Kelly all getting so much joy, even just in the in that. Was Penrice right wing? Was he doing the right wing thing again? He he started at right wing, and then Martin <laughs> uh, Martindale switched him at half time,
3: He went to left, and then he finished at left back.
1: Brilliant! And <laughs> like Penrice is a bit that the most smart, He's been the, he's been the Martindale player <laughs> this uh, this season where he's put Penrice. Where you're like that doesn't make sense, and then he does it, and then, oh, it's, it just works. And that's it's been the case of Penrice because he scored a few good goals this season. Penrice, uh, and that one was a, was an absolute top. It was a lovely little uh, cushioned header as well. For, was it Kelly who who plays him in? Uh, for, yeah, for I think so. Goalie. Yeah. Um, and then Delucas, like he his handball, you know, the one for the penalty. I know, I know, he had the goal disallowed, but should have been disallowed. But the one where he, he handles the ball in the box, I thought he got a bit lucky there because he pretends like he, like they want to is up after, and he just has his arms out in it. And it drops out because he fucks it and misses the ball. Yeah, um, I was like, mm, he's, I like, I know, I, I, don't, I don't think those ones should be given because he's clearly not looking to gain any advantage and he's trying to clean it, but he fucks it up. But his arms in a quote-unquote unnatural posi- posi- uh, position there, and it's high, and he's not given. It's a bit like, ugh. but funny for everyone
2: else he didn't get, get given. I thought it was interesting as well from Livingston as well that Fitzwater just dropped completely out of the squad altogether as well after the last few performances from uh, Livingston as well I did wonder whether it's a case of Martindale being like right well you're not going to be here next year. So I'm kind of done with you at this point. And the, the flip side of that is Devlin, who is gonna be moving on, but certainly looked like he was he was performing a little bit better in this game as well. So like I think I'd rather Martin just a case of like, right, let's let's set up for next year and looking at boys and uh, looking at parks as well, uh, who have both shown sort of bits and pieces of being good players but mm-hmm. haven't really put it together in a more consistent fashion. I think
3: uh, so the next two games, uh, Martindale addressed that afterwards. The next two games, I think he will start making changes. He said Devlin's last game is going to be this uh, midweek. His last game for the club is going to be midweek. He said that apparently he, apparently he was a few boos for Devlin because obviously the, the sign yeah, came out yeah. for uh, Aberdeen. So he's like, I kind of want people to recognise that was nothing to do with and that was unfortunate for Nicky Devlin um, and wants him to have a have a great reception on yep. on Wednesday but yeah he, he spoke about Jamie Brandon coming back in and um, the fact that the way he talked is like he could be Devlin's replacement next season which I'm not, not too sure about um, <laughs> and uh, Tom Parks
1: as well he, he came on and he did, um, he did the basics very well yeah. I wouldn't be wanting to be hanging my hat on De Lucas for the things that I've seen of him. Oh no no, the, no, no,
3: no, yeah. no! There's, there, there's, there's some, there's, there's something that um, he 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 plays, um, he plays the way a centre back does, uh,
2: not the one that you want in your team, mm. but the one you like to watch <laughs> as a neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, another game which was a, a bit of entertainment for the neutrals was the early game on Saturday as Heart of Midlothian hosted Aberdeen in one of the few games that actually still mean something in the league this year. So we'll, we'll nip across uh, to Tynecastle, Castle uh, where Aberdeen took the lead before Hearts bounced back. Good contest, that. Entertaining game. Had fun. Joel?
3: Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was a great game. It was... Um... Like the first half, special, I think we we played uh, really really well, and then when Aberdeen went ahead, you're thinking how how have we gotten to this position? But the I mean the the goal um, generally the score to um, to equalize was was incredible. And over the was piece, going to take think,
1: something like that to beat Bruce, I think. Like oh,
3: he, he, was, he, he was was at that it
1: week. again. He was that was again. I was getting yeah. the flashbacks of last week. And I was like, "Oh, is he going to fucking do this again? This it can't be a strategy for Aberdeen. This can't be the way that they want to play. It can't be what gets them over the line." He was, he, yeah, he he was fantastic, and it did for a period.
3: Think we are going to do everything but uh, but score. Mm. Uh, it was like the one with the order. I was, we were all saying, "Well, some folk were saying, oh, I should have squared it. When you actually watch it back again, when you're in a forward in that position, you want to shoot. And also, it was I think it was a difficult cutback or square ball to to Genelli, But over the piece, I thought uh, we were thoroughly deserved it until Genelli went off of what were the uh, dominant side. And I do have been sceptical about Genelli about handing him a new deal just because he's hurt, hit a purple patch this season. And it's one of those where do you give him a new deal and is this just a purple patch and that's all it is? Or is he actually found a position where um, he's going to be effective long term? But you saw how important it is to us uh, at, at the weekend uh, while he was on the pitch and then noticeable when he was uh, when he was subbed with, with an injury, just the way he stretches his teams. He's just a player who runs all the time. He makes a run and then he'll go and make the run again. He doesn't mm-hmm. like, for example, compare it with Stephen Humphreys. Stephen Humphreys would make one run and that was him. Yep. Whereas Gennelli would make one run, okay, he's offside. He'd be back in, uh, back in again, and playing on his, so- his shoulder. And you've seen it with when he went off. Aberdeen effectively just go right. We can just push twenty yards higher up the pitch because Shanklin's uh-huh. not going to, uh, not going to run um, behind us. But yeah, I was, um, was thoroughly pleased with Hart's performance. Really, really. Um, Disappointing Aberdeen performance. It was very one-dimensional, which is fair enough. They were missing their three ugly, the three best outfield players, three most influential, three of the most influential outfield players. But it was just a very, just a very reactive performance. And I know mm-hmm. Barry Robson, if he's a, uh, he's he's not overly concerned about dominating the ball. But you just wonder at, at times, are they just a wee bit too? Um, maybe not standoffish because they'll they'll engage but do they just uh, try and play on the counter a wee bit too much
0: hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation, this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: That's something I'm not going to criticize it too much because it's got them a a lot of results. But over a longer period, and when they they play sort of the weaker teams and stuff, I don't know if you'll be able to get away with this all the time. I feel like they'll have to evolve. Somewhat going into to next season, I think it's going to be a. I think has it's going to be really interesting at Aberdeen next season. There are pros and cons to what they've done with with Bayer Robson, but there also looks like now that you've seen it over a ten game period, you're like, mm, if it's good, if it's going to be this tight every single match, there'll be periods where it'll go against Aberdeen for for four or five weeks uh, at a time. And that won't really be acceptable because I imagine they're going to spend a, a fair amount of money, especially mm-hmm. when they, they go into thirds. So and they need they, they they don't have a deep squad. I think um yeah. that it doesn't look like it. You don't really I don't buy into like when he's when it's Watkins, who is a player I used to really like, but he's he's coming to the end. They couldn't counter-attack well, Duke. I thought they don't have it outside of Duke, and there's like a few teams like this, I think um I mean, Hearts, Hearts are the perfect example, Tony, Hearts as well, because it's, it's, it's,
2: it's in the same way as Junelli. and I do agree with you, Joe, like, Ginelli has always been a player that's driven me absolutely berserk, and like, it's one of these guys that you watch highlights of and you watch games of, like, and, and think that if he was in my team, he would drive me absolutely spared, but similarly, if he comes out of that Hearts team, they have to sign someone almost the same. Ultimately, it just has to be sort yeah. him, or, or him or another couple of players that
1: just have just that electric pace it's that just lot, stretches both, the game. Yeah, because both these teams, I think, lack it. Uh, yeah. their hearts, and the, the minute you took Duke out of yeah, the yeah. the Aberdeen day. obviously Duke's a lot more than just pace, right? I mean, don't mm, get me like, wrong, yeah. he's, he's, he's a fabulous player all around, but in this team, like, he's like the only one who's got any sort of real athleticism. Like, Aberdeen had, see the first 20 minutes, Aberdeen had loads of opportunities to counter, and it just broke down because Mijowski and Watkins didn't have the, the pace to, to do it. So like that, so it was like another thing for you see the difference for for Robson certain weapons taken out the style will work it won't work at all and then and and against Hibbs I thought they were they were beyond poor I was Did like you, was you, no you, way I was ha- I remember I said it to you last week Joel it took me twenty I wouldn't settle into it for 20, 25 minutes about Hibbs playing well because I was like maybe this is Aberdeen's ploy but eventually like nah they can't be just wanting teams to we running over the top of them for again, they they
2: they dropped in uh, richardson um out in Rubbish. the right, and, and and presumably with the Idea of having because he is again he's he's a willing runner but he just mm. has absolutely no quality. Yeah. So, so he's and that's and that's the pro, that's that's what Janelli brings. That's what Duke brings to a much larger degree. Is they have a bit of a product at the end of it and Richardson can stretch the game a little bit but he is not a good footballer. He he, he always any time I've seen him he played really well um, at First Park um, in a game that Aberdeen cuffed us in but simply because the whole team was set in a way in which Mullerwell just could not deal with on the day. Um, and Richardson was really really good and, and sort of flourished in that sort of role but against a decent team like, he's just not going to have the freedom and the ability to do that.
3: And the fact is you add in McCrory and Shinny, the two uh, so and you put Dukin uh, as yeah. well, the three players who when they get the ball they, they, they travel so well from A to yeah. B with it and yep. kind of uh, with, with, uh, with with dynamism. So yeah it was um, it was <laughs> disappointing for Aberdeen but it wasn't unexpected just because I know having watched them how influential those, uh, those, players those, those three
1: players are um, I think Harts. I think the only time that they looked at like they had any sort of control or looked like play well was in the last sort of 50, 20 minutes. They dropped Clarkson deeper, mm-hmm. and he was starting to get on the ball and he was pinging brilliant balls. Either way, he was starting to spray passes and getting them in behind Hearts fullbacks and starting to keep pressure. And his like I think like passes into the last third from deep, brilliant man, and that's like such a a brilliant skill to have when someone can do it with such precision and at pace because uh, that's how you you can build yourself into a game uh, but outside of that I thought there was, they, they, they offered like fuck all
2: and it was a real opportunity for Aberdeen to go and essentially cement third place and now they've just let Hearts back into just that little bit Hearts got a chance
3: yes yes uh, I mean I was just it, it just goes back to last week against uh, St Mirren just so frustrating to have that missed opportunity because we'd be sitting third just with a yeah. goal difference we'd be sitting third uh, third right now but there's so it's frustrating. We talked about talking to my pals in the pub. You think if he switched, they made the manager change slightly earlier. It's like Stephen Nace with his winning around a lot of fans just with uh, how
1: he wants to play. There's he been looks a lot. Like he's of... trying to build some sort of identity, and he wants to play yeah. forward football. And I think that 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 gets you on board. Like the thing about Bayer Robson, it's like they've just replaced. They all moaned about McInnes for years, and it's like they've almost just replaced them with. The it fuck around for a few years, then just go back to the younger version of Derek McInnis. That's how it looks to me, anyway. Yeah, yep. that, that, but like but with Hearts, the frustrating thing is, is like Robbie Nielsen is
3: uh, he as as player and manager in two spells. He actually, he, he, I do think he knew um, how Hearts wanted to play and the identity Hearts fans wanted, but then he moved away from that towards the end of his um, the, the end of his, his second spell. You would had obviously um, the, the the focus on. Playing through Robert Snodgrass at all opportunities. Now Naismith came back in, and uh, it's of came in, and there's a lot more. There's a lot more energy to the team. There's a lot more. Harring's uh, brought a
1: bit back, hasn't he?
3: There, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. had Haring, Haring's kind of uh, provided that stability in the center of the pitch, and it's allowed. Like he's brought Nathaniel Atkinson back in. I'm not his massive fan, but he was, again, he was very good on on Saturday. And he, he's athletic as a well. It's like
1: the thing you're talking about, that there's certain things a football team has to have. And if you lack that in certain areas, you have to use the guy that does have it, even though he might not be the best, because you have to have these certain attributes to be anywhere near good. Yeah, and he's it's it's now more forward thinking. He's
3: he's he's been given uh freedom to attack, and he's a better he's a better attacker than his defender. And then you have Oda as well, who's who's very he's, he's very raw. He still needs to be refined, but he's got so much energy. He's got more so much enthusiasm and willingness. And that's probably the the, the biggest change in with within the Hearts eleven now is that that um that that enthusiasm uh, and that um. A wee, just just a wee bit more spark and dynamism to the team there's a lot more run, there's a wee bit more running power within the, within the team as well and still needs more but when you have that and you ha, still have the quality the hearts do uh, with, with certain players then you are going to be a lot better than you have been for a long time and we've got the Clark fuck up in this one
1: is there a goalie fuck up in every single game yeah, probably because yes. there's a lot of shit goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And obviously that that for 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 the for our Patreon listeners, that's what we're we're going to talk about some of the worst goalies we've ever seen because goalies were at their worst um, this weekend. I think over over the piece. Before uh, we move on to the next one, Graham, I do think we
3: got away with a uh, with a potential penalty with Harry Green down Watkins. As soon yeah. as that happened, I was thinking, oh,
1: that's that's a stonewaller. That's what I thought as well. I don't know really why. It seems to, to be completely brushed off as well. But hey, we don't want to go into this. No, please go. No.
2: Uh, and as, as we said, um, we're, we're, we're discussing some bad goalkeepers later. And here we'll go to a, goal, a goalkeeper who had another bad day. Uh, Joe Hart. Uh, who, oh, <laughs> you could have gone anywhere, wasn't was? I mean, could have gone anywhere, but I reckon I've got a better chance of links later on down, down the line. Um, Joe Hart. Who had a very poor day uh St Mirren took a point at Parkhead, um, and I was quite scared last time I was on at St Mirren being a bit, um, sort of we've lifted the we've arrived in the top six trophy, um, only to then, <laughs> so excuse me, take the lead against Celtic after four minutes through Curtis Miami, who had an absolutely sensational game. Graham, he c- he could have walked away at Celtic Park with five goals,
3: and, <laughs> and uh, it would be thoroughly deserved because just for his season, I think he's just he's just been so such fun. I he's been, uh, he's been Curtis Maine or Curtis Miami, sorry, at his very, very best, and you saw that. It was interesting. He spoke, he spoke to the media afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, I just uh, looked at Iwata playing in the centre back, so I'll just, I'll just stick with him because he, he said he's usually, usually, um, when submitting, I think essentially defend or he, or attack. He's, he moves, um, he moves wide." Yeah. to get the ball whereas he's like I, I just, just stayed central because of the Awata uh, being dropped into an unnatural position really uh, in Scottish route when they seen very early on uh, the a, a defensive uh, fuck up it looked like Dundee United it looked like Dundee United oh, yeah, with, yeah. Um, shambolic Awata, Ralston Ralston's so naive the way he's like I let's get back into position it's Curtis Mayne's not going to want to cut back on his uh, favoured right foot and shoot. Let's uh, so let's let's put him uh, let's put them there. It was just amateurish.
1: Then, then then Joe Hart just looks like he can't be bothered. And like, like it looks like the most lazy. With it. Like it's like um, late on at fives and you've been putting yeah. goals and you're fucking <laughs> knackered and you just can't be. Fu- you put you put a foot into it and you're just like will that buzzer ever fucking go? Please. No, it's, it's
3: more like I, I I I've been stuck in goals for ages and I want to get back. Out. Yeah yeah I yeah. It. I'll, let,
1: I'll let out. Yeah I'll let, I'll let one in. Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, just that—that's that, Marin side again. Ryan Strain looked superb again. Yep. The deliveries, so much quality, man. Graham, I know you're a big fan. I think he's just, big time. He's just hes, he's like the playmaker. I've said this before like when we were talking. He's like the playmaker. Everything goes through him. They always look to get the ball out to the right hand side, and he's the main avenue for for all the for all their attacks.
2: It's just uh, watching what anytime i watch saint Marin just now, it just feels so very familiar because it's just it's Stephen Robinson's teams when they work. Are just they're exactly like this. They they'll go and take on basically anyone. And it, if you're having not a great day, which is what Celtic had ultimately, worst they, team <clears> to <they're throat> play. They, the, they are the worst team to play because they just prey upon mm. other people's mistakes more than anything else. The the problem comes is for Robinson teams is when teams start to figure that out and just do. If you see, if you just stick sensible, you you will not get caught out by them because they don't necessarily have the quality to try and. Outplay over the course of ninety minutes. Any time you're just a little, if, if you're at seventy percent, seventy five percent, which ultimately I think this Celtic team is in a large part because like, we've won the title, we've got nothing absolutely zipped to play for. We just got to go to the Scottish Cup now. Um, Any time you're just a little bit off it, and they'll just punish you. And that's the, both of the goals kind of felt very much along those lines as well. And that said, we did get to see a little bit of quality from Celtic as well. Um, Furuhashi's goal is nah, about lovely. as about as hard the ball as
1: hard, hardly struck or firmly struck a ball as you'll see all season. He just, he, he scores every type of goal, eh? It's like, he, he, he doesn't look like having a thunderous shot is not the first thing that springs to mind when you think of uh, Kyogo. But there, it was like, sort of like, he doesn't always get the chance to do that because of the style that they make him play. He's very much, he, he drops off and he, and he plays, but he does look to like go beyond. He looks to, it's all about his movement. He tries to get goal scoring positions. He's very much a striker. Um, so like to, to get to see that just every type of goal it doesn't matter it's in his locker you see it's the it's
3: his the part he played in just before as well because he ran in behind I think it was he ran in behind Richard Taylor and uh, he took Joe Shaughnessy Across with him, and then you could actually you could see him point. I can't remember who the uh, who had the ball on the right hand side. He uh, he saw him point to Rio Tati, basically give it to him, and then Taylor was like, "Oh, I don't know whether to go with Harshie or Rio Tati," and then that gave space for Tati to then feed to mm. Harshie with and yeah, an absolute em- emphatic finish. But just once I think they've just I know they've they've wrapped up the league and they've they've been off the last few weeks, but it feels like they've just not been they've not really hit. Uh, hit their best consistently
1: enough since the, the start of the year? Yeah, maybe like, um, I'm to think, maybe after the, the League Cup final, um, I feel like they've like kind of just been not going through the motions, but I think they've tired. I think they've quite simply tired a bit and the quality still gets them through. But I suppose this is just the, the style of play that, that, that Paul Stokoglu does. I mean, you see it in other countries, um, not to use it, but Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, the first time he sort of changed his style a bit over the years because uh, they couldn't see it through all the time. Obviously, he doesn't really have that problem here. I mean, because he can go flat out and, and, he'll, and he'll, he'll not get caught, but maybe there could be something for, just because the rest of the league's sort of poorer and Rangers are still miles ahead of that, that if you can get if they can get one result against Celtic next season, they could be still, they could be in a chance. It could happen.
2: I, potentially, yeah, but I, again, I, I, I'm not convinced more than anything else that the depth is really there for Celtic the first the best living that they have is so so far ahead of everybody else the problem is that as soon as any of them drop out and you would imagine that we're maybe some in the summer maybe starting to look at it moving on or starting to think about doing something else but the, the depth really isn't there and, and as much as guys like Ralston within the Celtic squad are the sensible guys to hang around because ultimately the, the trade off to that is that you're going to have to go and sign another right back of Alistair Johnson's call and then not play one of them, which yeah. is just a daft way to spend your money. Um, but the depth just doesn't really shine the, through, perhaps.
1: The key, like they need, like the, the, the Carter Vickers, Taylor, oh. McGregor, Hatate, and Furuashi are all irreplaceable, I think, mm-hmm. for them. I mean, like the wide players have always, like, I mean, they could get away with it, you know, like, yep. Um, but there is, you see, the, the well, sorry, Johnson's play another one, like, yep. they're, they're, they're sort of like, the, the squad looks brilliant, but I always think it looks the depth's all in the forward positions. It's all and like it's like I always think. Wow, they've got so many good players to play. You know, in the wide roles, uh, and then they've got a couple of midfielders in there. But that defense, yeah, there's uh, the drop off after Carter Vickers is like insane. And yeah. you see that the impact it has on Starfelt as well. I mean, he's not as good as as, as when he, Vickers is there. So, yeah, there, there's 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 vulnerabilities. Um, that you that you didn't really see, but they because they just they haven't been that good for for a few months now. It's a fair. I think it's a fair comment. And ulti- ultimately, ultimately, like, the
2: the the kind of gave them a warning before the second goal as well. Like they did almost the same thing of just launch the ball in the box contest. It just went sort of slightly wide. Um, but then the the goal when it came was essentially just like your, your how I how I remember Stephen Robinson teams exactly, was just a big midfielder wins the second ball. And Maine just sort of peels off and pins the centre half. Mm. Good goal.
3: The uh I Main I'd have loved his, uh, the one that hit off the post to <laughs> the pin yeah. oh, at the that's back. It's a great it, strike. It was a fantastic strike, and it was it's it seems like he's gonna he's the the, the chat is that he's gonna leave. St. Mirren. he's out of contract at the end of the season.
1: And the, 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 as as Unless as there's the week, a big day unless there's a big pay, payday pay in that for him, I think he's off his fucking head doing that. Yeah,
3: yeah, I, I know because he he he's, he suits Robinson. He suits that kind of kind of football. But at the same time, as the weeks progress, I'm thinking more and more would I take him at Hearts? It'd be, <laughs> be an absolute disaster. But I, I, I'm tempted to give it a go.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> amount of Hearts fans sitting in their house listening to this podcast rolling their eyes at you, Joel there it'd be unreal. I, I get know, that but- a lot. We get that a lot because obviously we watch, we try to watch a lot of the games of other teams. So we watch this So I think we and we 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 try and talk players up. And we we almost believe our own shite sometimes when we're comparing them to like English Premier League players and oh, world yeah. class players. And then when they, they when they come when they come to you're like maybe they're not, maybe they're not that good. <laughs> well, Curtis Main's been like Drogba esque this season. Yeah, 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 exactly. There we go. Get a bit harsh. I'm up for it.
2: Uh, speaking of not that good, let's head to the BBSP Stadium at Rugby Park um, as St Johnston secured their safety, which seemed kind of lost on the radio afterwards for the. Talked around it, how they could still end up in the playoff despite the fact that that was impossible, as they secured their safety as a Liam Gordon header, uh, or uh, sorry, a, a Liam Gordon goal, uh, Just... gave them the gave them the win in a game which it was the uh, it was the most inevitable and most disappointing thing in the world simultaneously. Just
3: to clarify, uh, is Callum Davidson away from St. John'son?
2: <laughs> I believe so, theoretically.
3: That's right. I was just I was in Dubai for a week, so I must have missed it. Uh the it's it's a, it's a massive win for obviously it's a massive win for St. Johnson uh, staying staying up, but obviously uh, Stephen McLean coming out before the game and saying how confident he was that they were gonna yeah, win that was and tragic. Derek getting under the skin. But you look at it in the wider context of uh, St Johnson and the the kind of the, the period they're about to go into, they're up for sale. Um, Brown, another member of the board, are stepping down. Uh, Jeff Brown's kind of taking over, almost like interim charge until they find a new owner. So there's uh, maintaining the premiership st- An status. An interim owner. You
1: know you hear that every day. An interim
3: owner. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, they're
3: heading in for a period of flux, and if they were to go into the championship, then. That would be uh, that. I could have massive, uh, a massive negative impact, though. Whereas they got the premiership, and it allows whoever's up next to rebuild, and they don't have to have that
1: worry of being a second-tier side trying to find a new owner uh, hanging over them. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a massive plus point for them because it means you would you wouldn't really worried about them. But you think with this that McLean will get the job simply because they're they're not nobody's going to want to rock the boat. Nobody's going to. Mm well nobody, the interim owner can be asked having loads of interviews I'm guessing uh I mean,
2: it, <laughs> it ultimately comes down to how long it's going to take like if i if yeah. it gets to i don't know two or three weeks before the league cup season kicks off and things aren't things haven't moved swiftly in terms of the ownership and the managerial things that's a real problem um for them for next season as well because they they need to they need to start doing business in terms of managerial side. They need to start picking up players. They now know they're safe, so they can start doing that. They start trying to approach players and look because you know exactly where you're going to be playing next season, and they need a lot of work. Just uh, just
1: give McLean the job now, even because I know they're going to do that. I know they're you know, going to
2: they're n- no chance, no chance with Stephen McLean uh, unless things go wrong. I can't, I cannot see Stephen McLean being the manager. He's done exactly what's been asked of him. I would th- be surprised if he wants the job at this period in time. Um I would be deeply unsurprised to see someone like like new owners come in at a point like Robbie Nielsen. Like, it feels that, like
1: that, that, that's if they get the new owners though. I'm yeah, absolutely.
2: It's absolutely screaming out. It's screaming flat to happen. And let's say if you're if Maybe you're, Tommy Wright will come back to help them steady the ship if you're the interim owner as well, which is the weirdest thing I've ever said, I think, if you're the interim owner, you're not going to be... How willing are you to be sanctioning, signing players, by How much do you players? pay yourself as uh, interim owner? Well,
1: i up like, pay for it, that it, because it depends, be going, I'd be fucking wiping the place clean. It depends whether you're uh, Craig, <laughs> Craig Levine that has to
2: find out who's the best person to appoint, or who's, the, who's the best manager to appoint at Hearts. It's Craig Levine. Um, that sort of logic within that as well. But I... Yes, they've just about got away with it this season. I unless they move swiftly and unless they, unless and maybe that's like you said, well, maybe that has been part of the reason why things haven't moved more swiftly in terms of the ownership of the club, because they're waiting until they can confirm exactly where they're going to be next year. There, um,
3: there is, there's a real opportunity for whoever, whoever comes correct. in, because yep. you're looking at, well, Zach Ruddon uh, will be shipped back to Dundee, you'd imagine, Conor McLennan back to Aberdeen, Jamie Murphy gone, O'Halloran gone, uh, Chris Kane, sure. I I'm, I'm imagine they would probably give him uh, another year, Wotherspoon potentially, on his way out, Melko Halberg's on his way out, uh, Murray Davidson, I think, is on his way out, Charlie Gilmore's is away, Alex Mitchell, Adam Montgomery would be um be away, uh, James Brown, and then both keepers are uh, look
2: like they'd be away as well. So oh no, they'll give, they'll give Parish an a lot of you. <laughs>
3: I think he's actually, I think, if, 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 am I right in saying he might be doing their goalkeeping, might, might be their goalkeeping coach at the
2: moment? I think he is, yeah. I think he is, yeah. Um, it just explains,
3: the- explains explains, explains um, a degree of uh, Remy Matthews' performances this season, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right enough. But you, you look at the, the goal he scored was, I think, the most apt goal that
2: kept St Johnson in the league.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and,
2: and similarly, the most apt goal for Kelly to lose in an absolutely crunch game that they oh, had, had. Doigy, to doigy,
1: else. doigy. What is going on there, man? He just, it's 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 absolutely appalling. There was some interesting things. Uh, like they, they, they played, Luke Chambers played midfield, according to scout and I spoke to Scott, and he, he said that Luke Chambers got moved into midfield alongside Donnelly and Watson. Uh, and I actually thought the first 20 minutes... Um, but look at the highlights of what I read. That Kelly Kelly looked all right before the red card. I felt like uh, Kelly looked like they were on top and they were they were creating quite a lot of chances. Uh, but that that went away. McKenzie was sort of looking after the the left hand side. Um, so McKenzie was like sort of doing that all all himself really, and that's and Wright got in behind for for that shot.
2: Well, you can you um, can you can do that for Winston Johnson's right hand side is James Brown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll put, I'll. I'll just stand out here. I won't get beat by him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so but Constantine is is also goal side to Dorset if Gordon misses it. So I think for the for the goal. So I mean Constantine could have just scored that as well. So it was like they were they were queuing up and normally done anything. Uh, Donnelly hits the post with a, a nice shot, doesn't it? It's a it's a it's a really nice technique. And Cammy Valentine was getting. Good. Look good and it's something they absolutely have lacked in there so much is some energy in the middle of the park uh, and it looks like they might have finally finally found some because obviously I, when I saw McGowan was back in the midfield I'm like mm, we've done this before <laughs> uh, I don't love it Um but um, but maybe but McGowan with a bit of experience in there with a young midfielder and someone who can do legs so McGowan can maybe help talk him through it uh, with his brain and then Barrett, Barrett can be his legs and they can make some sort of competent midfield out of it
3: it did, yeah. it, it did work because uh, McGowan was uh, apparently absolutely tremendous he was yeah, yeah. M- a man of the match and he has been he's been um, he's been way better for since than I thought he was going to be yes, yeah, I yeah. and I think he's been one of their players of the season I don't know in, in, in a way it doesn't, it doesn't say much because there's been a lot of inconsistency within the St Johnson team but he's, when he's played I know he had a wee injury um, period out with uh, injury in the middle of the season but when he's played well it's been the right right to center back or in the center midfield he has given uh, he's, he's given St. Johnson so much another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals
1: Aye, and um, Watson definitely red card. He yep. looked, he looked, he got sort of too excited. He looked too, you know. That's the problem with with Comanic. They're in this position and they're They have to play Watson because he's been playing really well. But uh, this is what happens when you've when when you've got really young players. So this is that's the rub. Yeah, um, it's, it, he's, he's
2: essentially like a border collie of a mm, midfielder so like yeah, yeah. every so often that's going to happen happened,
1: been, you just have to accept it uh, he's, he's,
2: he's been very good and a, a real yeah. positive for, for Kumar this season as well but again it's, it's like the Moogrew in the other, the other week when you got sent off for United and you knew they were going to have to bring in Ryan, you knew they were going to have to bring in Edwards getting sent off there means that he's going to miss what is a massive game against Undy United midweek as well which is now looking like the Don, crunch
1: Don, the the crunch tie. Donnelly Donnelly looks like he'll be out. And I know you're not a big fan, but he has been playing, he's been playing yeah. all right the last couple of weeks. He looks like he could be out as well. So that yep. would be Donnelly at that. So two or three midfielders. The other, the other midfielders actually are left back. They were playing in that one. So this I imagine this whole midfield's going to be completely different for the game. I'm, I mean, obviously I'm go, power, I'm going, power will come back. I'm you go I I'm going to Tanadex on Wednesday I'm
3: and good, I cannot wait.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, i not wait. <laughs> and, they, and obviously, come on, it didn't score. So uh, I, I think I heard that Arm, like Scott was telling me that Armstrong uh, crossing was just abysmal all day, overhitting crosses. Well, if that's happened, there's not going to be any goals. So, <laughs> <Yeah. sorry. laughs> well, from one team that had abysmal crossing
2: to one team that was scoring with crosses uh, as Rangers defeated Hiberni in 3-1. Mm. Um, yeah, this was... not, not a great day for David Marshall.
0: What a
1: weird game of football this was. The whole day was was really weird. I I found Joe. You you were there. I mean, there was issues with getting into the ground, so everyone was getting in really really late. They were trying to search everyone. Well, it felt like every single Hibs fan was in there. But then when I got in the stadium, Rangers had uh, flares in that every single minute of the game going off. (laughs) Different problem, but maybe do over there then. Um, But so loads of people never got in, so there was no buzz at at kickoff because the East Stand was pretty much empty. Uh, and then I, I got in about 10 minutes after for the queuing, and I te- my mate told me that it had been, like, Gerrard had a few chances. Then I thought Hibbs got really into the game for 20 minutes, and I thought it looked like they, 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 there was something to be had. Rangers looked, like, going kind of through the motions. Not not not, not trying, but, you know, you just could just tell it wasn't, like, full throttle whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then Marshalls just, it was the worst way. Hibbs had an unlikely task at hand anyway. To try and build ourselves into a game to beat Rangers, full stop. But to like to to build up to maybe try and get these the the better European spots. It was all unlikely. And so the worst way to get lose a goal is like a gut punch way when you've just gifted it to the other team because the goalie kicks it in and then it's just like nobody in the the fans. You obviously just like Fuck, that's ne- never nothing's ever going to come of that now. That's that up the pole and it became like a really really flat atmosphere. Um, because obviously there was just no belief for the fans. Like this team's hard to believe in anyway. Like for any length of time, because it's just so wildly the performances are just so wildly um, all over the place. Um, so it was it was quite a weird game. And then it, obviously Rangers managed to get their three goals. The um, it was the fact that James Tavernier, like it,
3: like he knew. Going up to that free kick, he knew what he was planning. He was All like right. I, I can score against David Marshall I'm here because he, there was a there's a clip of him turning around to Hadji and just uh, he just mouthed "trust me." And um, then uh, so he knew he knew exactly what he was doing. He he, he does it time and time and time again. Uh, uh, Tavernier. he's just hundred um, first goal, one four hundred nice. appearances. Uh, he's just he's just been a, 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 an unbelievable signing. Despite I know he still has his critics within the Ranger support, but uh, he saw within the way they're playing. How the system probably suits them a bit more now. It's given a bit more freedom to get forward. Bill came out afterwards and said that he was just happy for Leon King and Suitor to defend two on two. Uh, just leave them to to to, to, um, to kind of man the back line. and I thought Suiter was magnificent. I just right. like you saw Suiter at his very best. He had uh, the, the 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 booming uh pass for uh, Cantwell, who then got filled for the the, the free kick, but. Where he he really upped his game last season at Hearts, and it was like physically um, dominant there, and also with, with playing in a back three, he's so so very good defending out wide, and he saw that against um, the the fact that he was having to cover for Tavernier, uh, who was playing high up the
1: pitch with uh, yeah, in behind. Ta, Ta- and, Tavernier was having a few. Bit, there was a period where he was having a bit of bother with Yuan as well. Yuan yeah. got was getting past him quite a few times, uh, but and Suter would sort of was 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 cleaning it up behind him. So yeah, he's, he's he's had a. Uh, he's really coming to the fore now. I mean, I, I think if he, I'd be interested to see what they do next season. I mean, will they look to will they play him in Goldson, or is it better here because he's getting to play in his rightful role, or because Goldson's not there? Yeah, Beals Bill's talked about a three. Obviously, Goldson's
3: going to miss. There's there's a chance he could miss a start of next season. Just depends. Right. Okay depends how long he takes to recover from Um, so he's got a foot injury he needs to stay off it for six weeks and then he has to undergo a modified this is uh, Bill's word a modified pre-season so he could start the season well he he could miss the start of the season depending on how his recovery goes but you've just got the perfect like Suter is the perfect replacement for Golson, and what Golson brings to that Rangers team the issue is is that I wonder just if they, were, if they were going to play a three, you would have Goldson as the middle of the three. I think mm-hmm. would suit Suter, if you play him as the middle of the three, you'll lose a wee bit of uh, what he gives you in possession and defending wide.
2: I'm curious as well, because it was something I asked Ewan a while ago, and uh, Bill felt like he was using Ryan Kent in that sort of 3 role for Rangers in the forward area. And I'm not convinced Kent is a good enough footballer to play that role. Giannis Hadji might be um, as a much... Moza is a more curious. He's less of a. He has less of the sort of obviously the, the pace that Ken has, but just as a as in a purely football football sense, that I feel like that role maybe suits Hadji a little better. Obviously, he needs other kind of actual centre forward beside mm. him, and I don't think Sakala is is of that quality. And they're they're going to go and have to recruit in terms of who that is, either that or Cholak is going to have to significantly. Up it sounds his like game. they're
1: going to they're going to get they're going to get rid of Cholak. That's what this is what the murmurs I've been hearing for reading yeah. about. I thought Raskin had a better game. Um, I thought he saw a lot of the ball, and you could see the sort of uh, the combative side of him uh, in there that, that hasn't always been coming fore. I think, and I thought he played pretty well against Celtic as well. So I'm thinking he's maybe slightly getting better. At Raskin here, but we'll see. And obviously Jack was back in the team, and Jack Raskin and Cantwell, I think, is 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 decent. I think it's pretty good. They'll they want to recruit again in that area, but I think there's something in that is 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 for three players. In there, but this really narrow sort of team that he's, he's picking with Sakal and Haji, they can split out wide Campbell, Raskin, Jack, and Lundstrom all playing. Um, it's pretty overkill in there, a bit. Yeah, I thought that I thought it was, I
3: thought that I did. Certainly, the first half, I've just thought it was so dull. Um, oh, it was so
1: shitty. I was like bored. I was getting so bored. I was like that the minute it went 1 0, I was kind of like, mm, I wouldn't be against it going to and me getting to the pub right now, like, yeah. <laughs> they, they, I
3: think it was. Um, I looked at the first the first half stats. So with like three hundred and forty passes to like eighty seven. I was just like, fucking hell, mm. that felt long. And yeah, that 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 um that backs up how I felt watching watching that game. I just like it was it was one of those. You, you said it, Tony. just a, such a flat atmosphere, and you don't expect that when Hibs and Rangers get together. You expect it to be a bit more a bit more fiery, and. Especially with Hibs needing to win more that game more than more than Rangers. And it was just it just had that end of season uh feel you to, I was like it I was almost like uh like uh, Richard Key's like um silly little, little game. Rims, fuck, like, off. fuck
1: off. <laughs> yeah, I was I was, I was I was not impressed with it at all. I was like I really I think like the fans, the the team, the fans just had no faith in it whatsoever. Uh, after that first goal and it was like, right, let's just get this up the road. Tim still have a few chances, like in fairness, I mean, Josh Campbell from the Kevin Nisbet cross, uh, but he was just stretching, he couldn't quite make it and then um, the uh, and then the Kevin Nisbet header that just drifted just wide when it looped up in the air in the second half, uh, right when it was still 1-0, but yeah, then it was up the road. I was, I was, I was gone at about seventy-two minutes when uh, I think Paul Hanlon kicked the ball directly out of the park from a free kick. Have
3: played to I Tony, because that, I would have been, have been. I'd have been. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have, I would have left maybe about fifteen minutes earlier.
2: Now, which which one of us had uh, Paul Hanlon in being the first player to score against Robbie McCrory? Robbie Robin, sweep. Robbie
1: was uh, Robbie was dodgy in this game. Yes. really dodgy all the time. Kicking, handling, everything about me he looked nervous.
3: Agreed. I, I don't. He's uh, you, you're looking at um, I don't know a if, if new Rangers, uh, Barry Ferguson 4 1, so I'd um, make him give him the chance at number one. There's 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 please nothing i, there's nothing I seen from yesterday or living, he's spelled at Livingston, which suggests he is a good enough goalkeeper for um, Rangers. for Rangers, let alone good enough guy, goalkeeper for uh, um. I was going to say a good enough Premiership goalkeeper But I look at some of the other goalkeepers In the Premiership yeah, he's, he's fucking he's miles ahead more
1: of capable, them Poorly <laughs> <more than> capable I think he'd be better Marshall right now Take that
2: <laughs> From a game that felt very long To a game that actually was very long uh, Motherwell and Ross County As Kevin Van Veen added his 400th goal of the season In 90 plus 8 minutes <laughs> uh, For a Kevin game Van which... Pen Kevin yeah. <laughs> Panpeen 27 goals 27 goals not an actual SPFL record or SPL record or league record despite what many people are attempting to tell us all um, something which should not take a huge amount of time to Motherwell figure, record but a Motherwell record yeah. right <laughs> enough a Motherwell record right <laughs> enough um, in a game which looked like it was almost destined for nothing each throughout this was very very good fucking fun like I had a, smile, I had a really genuinely really good fun uh, day on Saturday uh, Ross County did not offer a huge amount over the course of the hundred and fifteen minutes or whatever it was that we actually played in the game, um, but looked well on their way to collecting a, a hardy well earned point on the road, um, until a penalty in the ninety plus eight, um, which Kevin Van Veen dispatched readily. A um, couple of just more decisions. I think what I really enjoyed about this as well was not only the the game itself, but the aftermath in which we saw Malky McRae. Sorry, Malcolm McCry. Actually, that works quite well. Malcolm McCry. <laughs> uh,
1: sobbing don't, away. Don't, 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 Malky McCry. <laughs> don't Malcolm McCry. Don't uh, sobbing away. I'll be saying away. that to you next time. You're, you're, you're getting money on WhatsApp. that? Different.
2: weirdly, um, complaining that um the referee blew blew the whistle as Liam Kelly saved a shot on target. Um, which get it right, fucking up you. Um, good. Uh, Motherwell were good. Um, Stephen O'Donnell. Um maybe having a gentle renaissance. He mentioned the other yeah, day that he's got another year, which is news to basically everyone, because as far as we knew, he's, he was out of contracts. I think he must have already been off an extension um, and is going to be sticking around for another year. It should be class, because he, for my money, might be the biggest prick in Scottish football um, by quite some distance. He spent his entire life That game, is quite a call, Graham. Uh, genuinely, I, I, I genuinely will back this up. There's just numerous moments throughout this game but he was just noising people up simply because he could. Um, there's a point where he's wrestling with Keith Watson on the ground. When uh your man Edwards came on, O'Donnell basically just went and found him and stood next to him and just wound him up, had a couple of dives. He got booked for a daft tackle and then he got booked for a, a second league daft. And in between that, which didn't make any of the highlights, was him basically touching O'Donnell's jersey and O'Donnell hitting the deck. Um, with absolutely with barely any contact in order to just get it in the get it in the referee's head. Get I like the head. I like the idea of Stephen
3: O'Donnell now just uh, wandering around. Um, I've just realised that uh, Stephen O'Donnell's middle name's uh, Gerard. Stephen Gerard O'Donnell. Uh, anyway, the um, I just like the idea of him wandering Scott. around Scottish Premiership um, pitches now
2: and just talking about how he's got twenty six cats for Scotland.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yep. <laughs> It's just like whatever, any, any time anyone gives them any shit I've got 26 half for Scotland mate i played in the Euros U- mate i at the Euros yeah. got I, drew, I, drew I drew
1: Wembley it. mate What have you done? <laughs> yeah What um, uh, have you go, sorry. No I think Ross County quite disappointed with that I mean they obviously had a huge result last week and Jordan White getting a hat trick and, and they looked really really not at it I mean Dander had a few through balls that got through Samuel tried to slot one into the, uh, the corner where he'd done really well but it looked I saw He went off that's not good news for going they, into these last they, couple of games they
2: came for a point like they uh-huh. they, very clearly pretty early doors decided we are going to come here for a point and if we get a point we'll be absolutely delighted with that Um, and ultimately maybe just a bit earned it I, th- I mean it was I just, it.
1: when you're playing against a team with a guy Van Veen's form I think that's really really risky I don't like a I'm just, I'm, I'm me assuming it's hard to think that you're gonna definitely keep a clean sheet, uh, which is kind of like when I mean, you play for a draw, that's kind of what you're what you mean. You're you're playing for a you're trying to make sure you don't concede. Yeah. Um so oh, that's I, I find that quite dodgy tactically. Uh no is obviously is also an absolutely
2: atrocious footballer. But oh, you can, um, can kick him
1: over, can't any, kick the ball probably.
2: Anyway any anyone that was involved at Hibernian that, that that saw him sign for the club um, should retire as as far as I'm concerned I thought he was absolutely atrocious he's he's not good at anything he's there's, there's one of these guys you look at and wonder quite how he managed to make it as far as he did up against a, a kind of midfield three of Goss, Spittle and, and Payton and then latterly Cornelius as well he just he, he just could not compete the, the whole game was just passing and then when and he was in the ball he was just lashing it miles away from
1: people it, thank he goodness Hips good. didn't give him a big bumpered contract yeah uh, yeah uh. Now we've got him and Jimmy Jego for next season. <laughs> <laughs> what not, mid, yeah, there's a hundred midfield pairing that will be.
3: One hundred percent, you uh, Hibs are having to play that at some point next season. Maybe, maybe in their first European tie. Uh, yeah, it'll be probably caring. in a
1: derby. No, no, the the two guys who can't kick the ball properly. Uh, like, don't, I don't want to be. I don't want people roll. I think Jego's Jago, made a difference for Hibs in and he's and uh, he's been a part of some of our big results, but. Uh, he's, he's not much of a footballer like <laughs> and, they, and Kenny's the same it's like they lack the sort of technique it's quite weird because Kenny's came for the Leeds and was, came a bit of a reputation. Like, they really see us coming, eh, down south. They really do with these under 23s They we do believe, they they, believe they, these they, leagues are fucking good. They're not. They're just the, leagues. The, the the whole thing's like, oh yeah, uh, Leeds wanted to give them
3: like Leeds wanted to give them a new deal. Uh, mm, nah, yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, that's what they tell sure they did.
1: Uh, that's what the agent tells you when he's saying, "I want that up to another five. 000, I want that up to five thousand pounds a week, thanks, sir." Um, but yeah, Motherwell. I mean, I'm, I'm really impressed that Motherwell like. The season's never fizzled out, despite not having anything to play for. No, um, I think that that that, that it's there like there's a lot just, to that because Livingston has been the complete polar opposite. So Saturday.
3: It's like the whole Botherwell team have collectively gone right. We are getting Van Veen, this uh, top goal scorer. This is this is this is going to be your league title. This is going to be a European qualification. It's, the the I'm really there's been a couple like of games meme,
1: like that meme in FIFA when they open they lift up the you know the trophy or as <laughs> they said it's actually just Van Veen they lift it up into the sky. Gen-
2: genuinely, <laughs> there's it was the United game that we lost. Genuinely felt like Kevin Van Veen's testimonial. It was just like <laughs> right, give him the ball, give him the ball, give, give him the ball, do that, and he did have a frustrating afternoon on Saturday as well. He was doing that one of those things. Where, do, having one of those days when he was shooting, when he should have passed and passing, when he passing, when he would should have shot. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was a very entertaining way to spend an afternoon. And you're, you're quite right; the fact that it's not fizzled out is kind of remarkable to the degree that I think Dan Casey's broken his arm essentially because he was throwing himself at, throwing himself trying to defend, and then ultimately either broke his arm or popped his shoulder out, one or the other. A guy who's here on like a short-term deal and ultimately has has I presume we've offered a contract for next season but ultimately has real no skin in the game for any of this but still throwing his body on the line in order to try and get Motherwell a, a point against Ross County as it was at the time I take, yeah. I take you're really happy with Kettlewell going into next season yeah like uh, whatever he is or he, uh, he isn't we'll find out longer term but fundamentally, he has looked at the Motherwell squad and gone right. What are you good at? What are you bad at? Right, let's let's focus on do you getting you to do as a team, as a unit, to focus on the things that we're good at, and we'll just ignore all the stuff you're bad at and try getting and hide the ball it. To mm-hmm. Yeah. Just hide and try and ultimately, it's, it's, you're, you're quite right on that front. But again, it's getting involved with Van Veen with somebody standing beside him. Mm-hmm. Mandaron is not a great player. Abika we know, and is is a limited player. But again, gets the best out of other people.
1: He's got well, a we've, huge. We have to about battle. this with with St. Johnston. How they're like they, get a partner for me. We know they. Yeah. I know they. They aren't very good. Blair and and um... this is running then, but like it will make him better, and that's yep. and, and you're not going to you're not losing that much in your midfield because that's not particularly good either. So just <laughs> don't, don't don't worry don't, about it. Just get someone up there, and obviously the improvement he's made with with Goss and Spill as well. That yeah. that can't be ignored. Like. like he's Sean Goss is
2: in what is ultimately like the form of his career just now because we're just playing him as a six to go and intercept the ball and play the ball on, and then the 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 back three of just like. Holm McGinn being the one that actually plays a little bit Butcher empties the ball and occasionally plays in case he just lumps the ball whenever he can like,
1: love just, that you don't, lack, don't He you didn't have a defensive midfielder you didn't have a proper defensive no. midfielder who put in tackles so you signed Butcher and he became and then he sorted all your defensive issues in centre as the centre half in a three so yeah. uh, did not see that one coming fair, No, fair has that, that's the solving a, issues a, for Kettlewell
2: he's seen that that's good management He's and even even having lost I mean Max Johnson felt like a really key piece to the team as well because he just has such electric pace and he's so th- he's just so bold in the way that he plays the guy. kid, just has no fear whatsoever. He's fucking somewhere allegedly injured, probably not. It's just hanging out, tracking a contract. So he just brings O'Donnell back in, who's barely played for us in months. I've seen very little out of him during his time at Motherwell and immediately comes in and is like, oh yeah, okay, I, I'm, these are the things that I'm good at. So you're asking me to do the things I'm good at, so I'll make the best of it. And I like my,
1: I like managers like that in general who, who are yeah. who, who, who they they... they... They take out your weaknesses. They make yep. you just concentrate on the things that you're. That you're managers,
2: good at. managers at our, level. at our
1: level, I think that's really a really good
2: skill. Got make, go make the best of what you've got, and that's yeah. what he's done. Spin terrific Nonetheless, I think that all rounds off unless anybody has any more on Motherwell versus Ross no. County, smashing. Well, thank you very much for joining us on this Monday Terrace Podcast show I had threatened to keep it to a tight 45 minutes and I have failed miserably uh, thank you very much for your time Joe I feel we barely analysed the game as well i nah. was we waffling away <laughs> and thank you very much for your time Tony
1: oh Graham it's my pleasure
2: we are off to the Patreon where we are going to discuss the worst goalkeepers we've ever seen thank you much for your time and we will Probably be back at 40 different times this week on 40 different Patreons. So do sign up and do enjoy it. There's only two games yeah. left, lads. We I just, I, just, I
1: just looked down at my phone and I saw I had 20 mentions in my, in my Twitter and that means oh. list, one, one of those lists must have went out.
2: <laughs> oh no. <Smashing. laughs> enjoy the lists and we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye, guys.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.